when I asked you earlier? To clean up a little, to do a little post, a little post sable cleanup, get this room back. Your trash can is still filled. Your dish from dinner was still in here. I just cleaned up. You still have a straw over there. You still have all of those clothes over there. <laughs> I'm just, sometimes I'm confused. It seems to me like you think that the words that are coming out of my mouth are like suggestions. They are suggestions. And they're kind of not. They're totally suggestions. They're not. I really feel it. They need to be heard as canon. Okay. All right. So, I think we can give away spoilers because I don't think Cody or Lindsay are listeners. Hopefully not. <laughs> Which sucks. Does it? I don't know. This is your show. Can I continue off of what you were saying? No, you were going to tell me some I've things about... I've already told you about it. There was something else. There was something that... My presentation? Oh, yes. The presentation. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, Jim Morrison. Your presentation? Uh, what was the presentation for? My impressionist painting. And what does a presentation consist of? The first, there's like a couple different things that you have to do, and you have to do it in order. The first part is you explain the appearance of it, what's in the background, the middle ground, and the foreground, mm -hmm. the type of um, style you used, and the name of it. And The name of the painting? Yeah. Okay. You name it. And the second part, you say... Like, uh, like I used blah 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 technique to make it look like blah blah blah, and you choose two elements of art and explain how you used it. And I chose contrast to show the difference between the highlights and the shadows, and um, texture to show the movement of the ocean. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of evaluate it and you say, like, uh, I think my painting was successful. I really like this part, but this part I think I could have done better on. If I were to do it again, I would have changed blah, blah, blah. And what what was your assessment of your own painting? I said that I think that it was successful. Mm -hmm. And I really, my, the, 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 the ocean was my favorite part. And if I were to do it again... I would do the rocks a bit better, like the mountain-y rocks on the beach. Because I would, didn't really like how those turned out. How would you have changed them? Um, I don't know, just made the colors better. And because I used purple on them, because mm. we're supposed to use like different colors and stuff. So I used purple, and I, I used too many different shades of purple. Not shades of purple. I used like too, too many... Variancy, varying, varianting, but what's the word there? I don't know what you're trying to say. Too many varieties? 
No, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm going to skip that. Very intense. I guess, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Tell um, me what that means in English. I, I don't know. Like when you, but when you say too many varieties, like... Like I used lots of... Like I should have stuck to like um, a more red-toned purple or a more blue-toned purple or a more purple purple. But I moved in between them a lot, and it just kind of looked messy. Okay. Too variant? I don't know. Um, sure. I think that your your plain English definition is very descriptive. I, I understand completely what that means. So I, I wish I just would have used um, a more red-toned purple throughout it. But I used a few two blue ones. Mm-hmm. Did, really the, like did the looked. teacher say something about that? Or is that just no, something just that you self-assessed? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think it would have looked more unified. Thanks. But people liked it. I got a lot of claps. And when she was like, is there anything that people have to say? They're like, I really like how you can like see, like it looks like the ocean is moving. And I like how you can see the texture of the rocks and the trees. And, um. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And. A guy that sits, like, right up front who's really mm -hmm. cool. Um, he, like, he was just, like, talking straight to me. He was like, that on the bottom there, that's the ocean, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I really like how that looks. It's cool. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And what year is he? Uh, probably pretty old. Probably, like, senior like this junior, year. junior, senior? He's probably going to be a senior this year, it looks uh -huh. like. He looks old. I... I only vaguely remember those types of relationships. So I'm curious to know what your take is going to be on that, because for the first time, you are going to be regularly interacting with people that are um, markedly old, older than you. Yeah. Like seniors like that. Yeah, he's cool. But you're in the same class. You're studying the same thing, and there's four years. Done this week. Yeah. Um, there's a guy named Chris, mm -hmm. who's cool too. He's like that. I think he's gonna be a senior too, because he seems real. But he's cool too. He's the one that he always raises his hand, like when they're like, "Is there anything to say?" He's always like, "Thanks mm -hmm. or something." What did he say? Uh, he's the one that said he likes the rocks and the trees and stuff and the texture. Nice. Yeah, nice. How does it make you feel to get that kind of feedback? Good. Because I, throughout the painting, I, I would just, I would be painting, and just be like, I can't do this. I hate this painting so much. It looks so bad. I can't do it. And I would just, I would just, like, sit there for a minute and just mm -hmm. take a break from it, just not look at it. And I just kind of sit there like, <laughs> I hate this thing. I'm going to tear it in half. I'm just so angry at it because mm. I couldn't get it to look right in some parts. And I was so mad at it. And then the the final product, I think, actually looks really good. And hearing people say nice things about it just made me kind of feel more like maybe it was worth it. Mm -hmm. Did I tell you two days ago? Not, not well, no, yesterday. Is that two days ago? Yeah. Yesterday? Yes. I think that would be one. No, I think that's two days ago because this full day and then yesterday. I'm going uh, to, really? whatever, whatever. Was it yesterday? I don't remember. Huh. Yeah, I think it was. I feel like if we were in Cougar Town, 
what's her face would say change approved yeah okay i don't know if that, that you know, i think it counts okay let me go on. you could say two classes <laughs> ago not two days ago okay did i tell you that some guy smiled at me and riley no nobody ever smiles there everybody is either talking to people or they always just look so angry mm. they're never just like smiling at people and we walked by and we kind of we were talking we looked over at him and he went we were like, huh. and we were, I was shocked. Nobody ever smiles there. I was so used I have to a just. about that. What? But why nobody smiles. I think you'll notice that that's not, uh, that that's not the norm once you start regular school. Yeah. It's... Most of the kids that you see are at summer school because they flunk something. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> overwhelmingly not good students overwhelmingly made some bad choices overwhelmingly probably don't want to be there so maybe he was there voluntarily yeah he, I was there's only so a, there's, shocked. there's a handful of people that are taking advantage of um, like you taking advantage of an extra class before you start or yeah. um, or they're preparing themselves for a, you know, a class that they're going to take, that they they want to sharpen their skills a little bit on. Yeah, there's a kid, David, in our class, who's so nice, and he he does really good art, and he's he's so like I don't know, he's older than us, but he's like mm -hmm. cute, like a little kid, because I think he has some kind of like like a form of autism. Oh. Um. And just like how he talks, like he, when we were doing our monochromatic paintings, his was a polar bear and there was like a tiny little baby cub and he was like, as you can see over here, the mama is protecting her little baby cub right in there. And Riley and I are like, <laughs> and he's, he's probably much older than us, but he's, mm. he's like cute, like a little kid, hmm. like in that way. Maybe he does have a little form of, yeah, I think he does. Like Asperger's or something. Yeah. Something like that. But people, like, laugh at him because of, like, how he talks. Like, the guy that was holding up his painting today, he was like, <laughs> even though he didn't finish his, which yeah. we had probably in total about 10 or 12 hours in total to finish this painting, and his was, like, barely halfway done. So I was like, what are you laughing at? What wow. do you have to laugh at? You got... Uh, you know, you know, we've had these conversations dozens of times, people like that you have to realize are probably pretty tortured. They have some things going on inside them that you and I will never understand. And the way that they self-medicate is by trying to bring others down to where they're at. It's, it's a pretty common thing, I think, unfortunately. And, um, I think it's really easy to get angry at people like that. What the hell are you thinking, man? Can't you just be nice? What are you laughing about? What are you... And I have to catch myself because that's my default state, you know? I don't have a whole lot of patience for like yeah. that, things like that. And I, and I have to make myself really take a step back and say, you know what, I, I just have to let that go because out of the overflow of the heart, so speaketh the lips.
I, I will, I, I completely 100% understand where you're coming from, that some people do have things that they're dealing with mm-hmm. themselves, so they, they use it as a coping mechanism, not a very good one, but they do. Agreed. And, but, I don't think, I personally do not think that it's a valid excuse to bring other people down, especially someone with, I don't know what to call it. If he's got something. Mental disability. something, yeah. Yeah, especially, yeah, if he's, if he's autistic, um, there's this is a bit off topic not really now there's so many people in my class you know those people who are like like so i don't even know how to do it like they think it's cool to not do work and to fail things and they think that like not doing things is funny and stuff and like not doing their work is being like cool yeah there's so many people like that, especially yeah. Isaac, the one that acts like Ethan. Hmm. He's the main perpetrator in that. He, I don't know, just one of the teachers like, Isaac, are you working? He's like, no, I'm talking. And everybody's like, ha, ha, ha. oh man, that's so funny, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And he's like, ha, ha, I'm not doing work, I'm going to fail this class, ha, ha, ooh, I've got no work done. Wow. And it just Listen, oh, that, it the, annoys me so much. The one school-related thing that I've been trying to instill in all of your heads is the fact that at some point you're going to be competing for jobs. And the objective is to put yourself in the position where when the person is looking, when he's evaluating people, you need to be the person that the person that's passing out jobs has. It's hands down, man. There's no choice. Look at her. She's got this going on and that going on. She was in all these clubs and activities. She's been the president of this. She was in this group. She had good grades. She... At some point, it's going to get to that point, and you need to be in that position. And unfortunately, people like that, they're in that pool, man. Did you fill out the application for the job? No, man. I didn't. I just put my name at the top. I figured I'd just, you know, figured we could talk about that during the interview. So. Yeah. We were, I told you what I, what I said to Desiree that one time. When she was like, when I was like, can you hand me a book? Just nicely. She was like, your legs don't work. And I, so I was like, all right. And I got up and got, I said, you're going to have a really hard time finding a job. <laughs> And she was like, what? And I was like, nobody's going to want to hire you if you talk to them like that and if you have an attitude like that. And she was like, I was proud of that. And you didn't get that from me. Huh? You went, You didn't get that from me. You're from mommy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Your snark you get from her. I was proud of that comment. Because it wasn't like mean or anything. It was just me. You're going to have a hard time getting a job, Desiree. <laughs> but this, this is really going long. But one more thing. And one time Ethan was making weight jokes towards Sable in Advisor. And we were like, I was getting so mad. But I was trying to like keep my cool. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, Sable's going to work at McDonald's. 
And Sable was like, you're going to be the one working at McDonald's, Ethan. You're not going to be able to get a good job. No. I'm going to be working somewhere important because I'm a nice person. You're going to be the one serving me. Gosh, I... I watch, watch those. Ethan. As much as those types of snarky comments are feel good and they're zingers and they make you high-five yourself, you risk becoming the very thing that you're talking to. I think it's different think with Ethan. It. I think it's different with I, Ethan because Ethan I would, constantly does this. Yeah, but it's, it's a never-ending thing. does it because why? Because it works. I don't even. I don't care if we're being the trolls. I don't. <laughs> I don't care about that. Honestly, with Ethan, I'm not just gonna ignore Ethan because I. You can't ignore Ethan because he's like. <laughs> yeah. oh. I. Oh my gosh. Ethan. So you going to Milliken? I don't know. It's a big school. You don't have to. I'm never gonna see Ethan Milliken again. Yeah. How did we get this far off topic? I don't know. Let's go forward, not backwards. Say prayer. Ethan makes me so mad just thinking about him. <laughs> I can't stand Ethan Glickman. Okay. Be careful. Be careful. I'm thinking about him, and I'm thinking about how angry he makes me. Where just things that he says. Where is your heart? I have no heart. It's just an empty cavern in my chest. Overflow. No. So speak of the lips. I have no overflow of heart for Ethan Glickman. None. He's the yeah. only person. Say a prayer. A prayer. Ask for forgiveness. For what? Really? Yes, really. Because I do want you to ignore him. Because I do want you to avoid those situations. And because I do want you to be bigger than the Ethan Glickmans of the world. And the way you do that is, is by resisting the urge to use your intellect and mommy's barbs to burn somebody. Because it feels good, but it brings you down to their level. And somebody else looking at that maybe at home talking about whatever kind of pain you must have in your heart you feel like you need to talk to people like that so honestly my honest answer meh meh I think you should sleep on that one think about it a little yeah Replace the kind of person that Ethan Glickman is with black person, or gay person, or disabled person, and see if the same kinds of statements wouldn't make you feel bad about yourself. That, that's... That's nothing. You're making disparaging remarks about him to him based on the fact that he is a certain type of person. 
A mean person? Mm-hmm. That's not a disability. Neither is being black or being gay. Oh, yeah. Okay, but it's not... It's not... You're justifying. You're trying to justify those types of behaviors based on the fact that he's mean. Because it's not the same thing. But your reaction is the same thing. And the only thing that you can control is you. Mean people deserve our agape love. Agape love means respect. You can't fix him. You can't change him. You can't do anything about his behavior. You can't do something about yours. Okay, I'm going to say one more thing. <laughs> You're going to say I am 14 years old, and I'm not grown up and mature, and I'm not going to be nice to Ethan Glickman. Okay. But as a father, I have to lay those seeds of foundation so that okay. by the time you're an adult. I And I will. I'll grow up to be like you. I'll grow up. I'll grow up right. But for right now, I'm not mature. I'm immature. <laughs> I am a 14-year-old girl. And I'm not going to be nice to Ethan Glickman. Okay. I... Then, then just avoid him. I'm never going to see him again. There you go. So, problem solved. I need water. Okay, I'll spray. Need to pray. Do you have a perfect night's sleep and you do tomorrow? That day will be a good day at work. So, mommy, if you don't minimize that, if you have a good day today, it's a good day tomorrow. Amen. Amen. I did water. Miz, miz, miz. Yeah, you do. Because it's like a thousand degrees in here. You're really old. Okay, so what's the dripping noise that I hear coming from your tablet? Uh, I don't know. Notifications, I guess. Do they, uh, do they happen all night long? No. All night long. All, all night. night. All night. They're on? Yes. Okay. Please. So, good night. I love you.